0: Hey, Story Pirates podcast listeners, Lee here. Today's episode is our last one before we take a short break for the holidays. But Creator Club members, be sure to keep an eye on your exclusive feed for a couple holiday bonus episodes coming your way. In the meantime, enjoy today's episode, which features holiday ghosts, follically challenged dragons, and a very special guest, talk show host extraordinaire Seth Myers! Coming right up after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7, Right Around the Corner. To help us make the Story Pirates Podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates Podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm. kids That's realm, spelled real dot F-M, slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids podcasts, including Story Pirates. Pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids.
1: Thank you. Now back to the show.
0: This egg cream is delicious.
2: I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
1: And now, back to the show.
3: Hey, Lee! Lee! Over here! Lee, look! (laughs) Over here! Look at me! Lee! Peter, I'm right here. (laughs) Don't scare me like that! You called me over! I don't remember it that way. But since you're randomly here, I've got something to show you. Check out this clump of dirt I found on the ground. Huh, it's shaped like a ball. Yeah, like some sort of dirt ball. Want to catch it? Only if you toss it. Okay, ready? Here. Toss! Catch!
0: My turn. Toss! Catch! Ah, that's the stuff. There's nothing better than a good round of toss and catch. I'll say. Toss! catch toss catch toss catch oh
3: how long should we keep doing this
1: We were just bored and said, hey, why don't we write a story? I have a huge imagination. If you only
4: use your eyes, then you'll see less stuff.
1: It makes me feel like cozy. We inspire each other. And the world will never be the same.
3: Welcome back to the Story Parts
1: Podcast,
0: everyone. Where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. And also, toss! Catch! <laughs> this is so much fun. I can't stop. Me neither. Do you think we should do a story while we keep playing? Of course. Toss! Catch! Great! Here's the author to introduce it.
1: Hi, I'm Raya. I'm seven and I live in Illinois. This is my story. It's called The Hanukkah Goat.
5: It was a dark and stormy Hanukkah night Our family was getting ready to light the menorah My little brother was only five His first time lighting the candle He was one inch away When something happened It was more than we could handle We heard a spooky sound on the candle and the lights went out. My parents hugged each other, the baby cried. The scary noise we heard was coming from inside. It was the Hanukkah ghost, the Hanukkah ghost. There's just one thing that it wants the most. The Hanukkah ghost, the Hanukkah ghost. Won't you tell us what you want? that Hanukkah night our family was having a fright but mom To see what was wrong, the ghost said, "I'll haunt you forevermore." The lights turned off again. What do you want? We do
6: implore. I am the Hanukkah ghost. The Hanukkah ghost. There's just one thing. I just want someone to eat vodkas with. It's very rude. I send messages every Hanukkah. And do you respond? No, no, you don't. You don't respond.
5: Because we can't see them.
6: We are humans, and you're a ghost. I, I feel so awkward now on this eighth and final night. You couldn't see my message in the flicker of the candle. We have to make it right. So next year for the Festival of Lights You're gonna come on over, here. the sounds and see the sights Enjoy my ghostly mansion for the party of the year Happy holidays!
3: And now, Lee speaks with the author.
0: So, Raya, you wrote the Hanukkah ghost. Yeah. Can you tell me how you came up with the idea for it?
1: I'm Jewish, so I thought of something Jewish, and then I thought of something scary, a ghost. So, I thought of the Hanukkah ghost.
0: So, can you give a brief description for anyone who doesn't know what Hanukkah is? and why you celebrate it, what you do, what it's like?
1: Yeah. Okay. So Hanukkah is a Jewish holiday where people light candles and they celebrate with a menorah and they didn't have lots of oil. They thought it was going to burn down, but it actually lasts for eight days.
0: Which was like kind of a miracle, right? Yeah. And so the Jewish people celebrate that by lighting the menorah for eight nights. Is that right? Yeah. So your story also mentions two things that I want you to tell us about, latkes and gelt. Can you describe what those are?
1: Gelt is a chocolate coin and latkes is potatoes. Um, My grandfather makes delicious ones.
0: And how do you eat them? Do you eat them plain, or do you have anything to put on them?
1: I like to eat them plain and also sometimes with applesauce.
0: Mmm, that sounds so good. So what happens on a typical night of Hanukkah in your family when you're celebrating?
1: Well, first we light candles, and then we go and open presents, and then we usually have dinner after.
0: You said that you light candles. Do you light them quietly? Do you light them and say something or sing, or what do you do?
1: We sing.
0: Oh, what do you sing?
1: Mausur.
0: And what is that for someone who might not know?
1: Um, It's a Hebrew song, a Hebrew Hanukkah song.
0: I have heard that song before, and it's really beautiful. Yeah. How does it feel when you get to look at that menorah all lit up?
1: It feels kind of sad.
0: Oh, yeah? Why?
1: That um, Hanukkah's ending, because Hanukkah's really fun.
0: If it was up to you, you would have it for longer than eight nights.
1: Yeah. I would have it for 17 nights.
0: You know, 17 nights of lakas sounds okay to me. I would love to know more about the ghost in your story. Do you know anything more about this ghost
1: so the ghost, when she was alive, the dad knew her. They were friends. They went to school together. And then one day she died, and her mansion lives three blocks away from their house. So she invites them because she knows the dad and very good friends.
0: Why is Hanukkah more special with other people? Like, why does the ghost want them to come celebrate?
1: Because the family is Jewish and the ghost is Jewish.
0: Why did you want to tell a spooky story?
1: It makes me feel like cozy.
0: Oh, I love that answer. Because you'd think a spooky story would make you feel scared, but it actually can make you feel like sort of grabbing a blanket and snuggling up. Mm -hmm. So, Raya, I hope you have a very happy Hanukkah and save some latkes for me, okay? Okay, you too. Thank you. Bye, Raya. Bye.
3: Wow, that I
1: love was that, story. that was a very great. good story.
3: Toss, catch. Throwing this dirt ball back and forth is so much fun. Toss, catch. You're
0: right. It's amazing how playing a simple game can be so rewarding. I know. It's like playing is the reward.
7: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on just a second. Uh,
0: is that a guy over there? Why is he yelling at us?
7: You betcha I'm a guy. And I'll tell you why I'm yelling. ha, 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 ha. It's because I was far away, but even from a distance, I couldn't help but notice the finesse in your dirtball technique. Hey, who are you calling a dirtball? I'm not calling anybody a dirtball. I'm talking about the game of dirtball. Allow me to introduce myself. The name's Chip Mick Fowlesworth, the only sports agent around these parts that matters. And I think you two have some real, unnatural talent. Oh, thank you, but we were just playing
0: toss and catch. We literally just picked
7: up this dirtball. My goodness! You just picked up dirtball today? And you're already this good? Not even the most storied dirtball teams have shown that kind of aptitude. Well, I've definitely got a lot of aptitude. (laughs)
0: You see, I love eating. Peter, you're thinking of appetite. Aptitude
3: is your natural ability to learn or do something. Oh, right. Yes, I am hungry. I'm sorry, I'm not listening.
7: Listen up, you two. The big dirtball dust-down tournament is starting any minute, and I want you both to play. Do we even have enough time to make it to the stadium? We're actually standing outside of the stadium right now. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I, I thought that. that. Was... Wow. That's,
0: uh, I don't know what, troubling.
7: I think you stand a real chance of winning the whole shebang, Boyles. So what do you say? The whole stadium's going to be screaming your names. Whatever they are. Lee Pete- and Peter. And Lee. Sure, we'll go with that. And the best part of all, all you have to do is keep on tossing that dirt ball back and forth. I mean, I guess we were just going to keep tossing this ball back and forth anyway. Yeah, count us in. Great, because your match is starting right now. Let's get in there. Welcome to the Dirtball Dustdown. I'm your announcer, Chip. That's right, I'm an agent and an announcer. What the? How'd he get up to the announcer booth so fast?
3: Maybe we're moving super slow. Oh. Nope, nope, he's just fast.
7: Let's start off today's tournament by welcoming rookie sensations Peter and Lee. And on the other side, please welcome the reigning five-time dirtball champs and darlings of the dirtball world, sisters Sabrina and Saturn Willems before we begin, I'd like to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors, Lulu Limestone, Craterade, and of course, Rocks. Rocks, they're all around you.
3: Just like Season 5, Episode 1. The Earth's Core, The Ride.
7: Yeah, more like
0: ads for Rocks are all around us. (laughs) Oh,
7: burn. All right, the competitors are now in position and the rep is ready to blow the starting horn. And they're off! Toss, catch, toss, catch, toss, catch, toss, catch. A smooth start from both teams, but how long can they keep this up? Uh-oh, a worried grunts from Saturn early on in the match. Even spectators who have never heard of Derfbell before can tell that she's just made an oopsie ono. Oh Sabrina is struggling to make up for her sister's slip up, and Liam and Beat her keep on tossing and catching like a well-oiled machine. Specifically, a machine that was built for tossing and catching. Can the Willem Sisters recover? Toss, catch, toss, catch. And I Dirt ball, it's over! It's all over! In an absolutely unprecedented sweep, Peter and Lee, the rookies that I personally discovered earlier today have completely destroyed the competition. Peter and Lee have officially won. This year's dirt ball Dust Down. We won? I
3: guess so. I didn't realize the whole tournament was only one round. Me neither. Anyway,
7: toss, catch, toss! Look at that! After dethroning the turfball dust as long-standing champions Lee and Peter are giving the crowd an encore performance, you gotta love it. I hope these two are ready to become incredibly famous, which of course entails cameras following their every move, reporters peppering them with a non-stop barrage of questions and living a life of near constant scrutiny. What was that last thing he just said? It's probably not important.
1: Toss it back! We'll be right back.
3: Hey,
0: grown-ups! this next message is for you. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. One thing about me is that I love animals. I am not a dog or a cat person. I am both a dog and a cat person. And honestly, I don't want to brag, but animals love me too. If I'm visiting friends or family and they have a pet, there's a pretty good chance that I'll spend more time with the pet than whoever it is I came to see. So it is a huge bummer that I also happen to have really bad allergies around dogs and cats. I start sneezing, my eyes water, and I even sometimes have trouble breathing. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. And guess what? Just the other day, I went to visit my dog friend, Opie, and I made sure that I took a Claritin D ahead of time, and my allergies were totally under control. We were able to run and play and wrestle, and I nuzzled him and everything. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. Carnegie Hall Kids is a free website for children ages 5 through 12 to learn about music through fun games and quizzes, igniting imagination in children, offering activities that encourage musical curiosity, and developing knowledge of musical concepts. To find all of the fun, child-friendly games and quizzes, just go to, uh, just go to... uh, Jeez, I can't remember. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! Peter, do you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids? I sure do.
3: Practice, practice, practice.
0: No, no, no. That's the old joke about Carnegie Hall. I'm wondering if you know how to get to Carnegie Hall kids. Kids can practice too, Lee. Jeez. I know kids can practice. I'm just wondering how to find Carnegie Hall kids. It's on 7th Ave between 56th and 57th Street. No, Peter, not the physical Carnegie Hall. I'm talking about the website, Carnegie Carnegie Hall Kids, where kids can check out fun musical games and quizzes.
3: I'm not sure I follow.
0: Well, there's one quiz called Animal or Instrument. Ooh, good question. I think you either sound like a crow or a trumpet. No, not me. Animal or Instrument is a quiz that asks kids to listen to sounds and then guess how they're made.
3: Sounds okay. I'd rather learn about different musical traditions from different cultures, though. You can do that at Carnegie Hall Kids too. I just need to know how to get there. You're going to want to take the NQ or R train to 57th Street. You can't miss it. It's a website! I can make an elephant sound! (sighs) Very good,
0: Peter. (laughs) Thank you. Start your child's musical journey today at kids.carnegiehall.org.
3: Hey, you figured it out!
0: That's kids.carnegiehall.org. Ha!
1: Oh, yes, I've oh, got oh, my Thank notes. Thank
7: you everyone had. for Ooh. making it to this post-game press conference with your new Dirtball Champions. Let's open it up to some questions for Peter and Lee.
6: Over oh, oh, here. I have oh, a question Lee. Catherine with a K from the Daily Dirt. Peter, Lee, how was it training and preparing for the dust down? Were you expecting to have such a momentous victory so early on in your careers?
0: Well, no, we kind of just found out about the whole dirtball thing today, so honestly, I had no expectations at all. Yeah, same. I don't even know how you actually
7: win this game. Wow. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Next question.
4: Yes, Catherine with a C from the Sludge Post. Can you tell us anything about the technique you used? What is your secret?
0: Well, we tossed the ball and also caught it. Oh, wow.
4: <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, All right. Wow. One final question. Hi there. Catherine with a B from Rolling Stone. Shoopy. Shoo, B. Shoo. B. Tell me, was it fun to win the championship?
0: Um, yeah, I guess it was fun. We really just want to go back to tossing and catching the ball.
4: (laughs) Yes,
7: yes, absolutely! (laughs) Alright, everyone, that's enough questions for today. Thank you so much for your time, but we've got to get Lee and Peter back to the stadium for the award ceremony. Already?
0: Yeah, this is all moving pretty fast.
7: Here, I'll help you move faster by shoving you. Peter and Lee! Peter Peter and Lee. Lee! Peter and Lee! Lee. Congratulations, fellas. You're the new Dirtball Dustdown champions. Allow me to present you the grand prize, your trophy, your lifetime supply of Lulu limestone leggings. Ooh, stretchy. And of course, this massive suitcase full of $50,000 in pennies. (gasps) $50,000?
3: With that kind of money, we could buy at least
7: two ice cream cones. Do we really get to keep all this? (laughs) Oh, not all of it. As your sports agent, I still have to take my cut.
3: How much is your cut?
7: A hundred percent. I had a feeling.
3: Oh, I was hoping those ice cream cones would
7: satiate my
3: aptitude.
7: But don't think about the money. Think about the opportunities ahead of you. My phone's already ringing off the hook with new sponsorship deals, and Vogue wants to do a 73 questions video about your meteoric rise to success they do but all we did was pick up a dirt ball and throw it back and forth <laughs> boys i know your story very well but seriously save it for the cameras people are going to want to hear you tell it again get again and again get again and probably even again pretty soon you'll be spending more time talking about dirt ball than actually playing it oh now hold on you're not having second thoughts are you it's just we like tossing the ball back and forth yeah
3: it's fun and we're good at it
0: But it may have been more fun when we were just playing a simple game of toss and catch together and when we weren't being watched by a stadium full of people.
7: Well, if you want to retire, I won't stop you. You've given a lot to the game of dirtball. You two are true legends going out on top, just like Barry Sanders, my former accountant who retired to the top of that hill over there.
8: Hey, champ, it's me, Barry.
7: Hey, Barry! Enjoying retirement? Not really! Okay! Anyway, thanks for making this year's Dust Down Tournament one for the books. Thanks, Chip. Hey, before we go, how about you and this entire stadium
0: of dirtball fans join us for the other thing we're incredibly good at? What's that? Performing story stories written by, by kids!
1: Kits. Oh, and how!
0: Here's the next story, and here's the author to introduce it.
1: Hi, I'm Avalon, I'm 10 years old, and I live in Pennsylvania. This is my story, the dragon that just wanted hair.
8: I, the mighty dragon,
1: am falling to my doom.
8: And there you have it, my dragon students. We've reached the end of today's educational video, in which the legendary dragon met his untimely end after wearing, in a very undragonly way, a Hawaiian shirt. Ooh. Oh, you see, we are dragons, and we don't wear clothes, nor do we paint our claws fun colors or wear bedazzled shoes.
2: Uh, Mr. D?
8: Yes, Ginger.
2: What about a dragon with hair? <laughs>
8: Excellent addition to the list, Ginger.
2: Dragons
8: certainly don't have hair. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's that's what I meant.
8: All right. I don't mean to drag on. <laughs> class dismissed.
2: Ginger, over here. Marcy, what did you think of that last class? What do you mean? Marcy, I'm going to tell you something, and I only tell you this because you're my best friend. I want hair.
4: Ginger, don't say that out loud. You heard what happens when dragons do undragonly things. I know, but... I'm sorry, Ginger, but if you're a dragon that just wants hair, you should keep that to yourself. Right. Mom, I'm home. How was your day at school, Ginger? Fine, I guess. Oh, what is it, honey? I kinda told Marsi a big secret. Ah, how exciting. Okay, before you tell me, let me pull up a chair. Okay, gonna get comfortable. Ah. All right, I'm ready. Go ahead.
2: Mom, I didn't say I was gonna tell you. I only told my best friend. Are you my best
4: friend? Well, one day when you're older, you'll realize I am.
2: God, Mama! Forget I said anything. Oh, honey! I'm going for a walk. Okay, Ginger. Time to get this silly dream out of your head. I'll just try not to think about hair. Oh, look, it's so nice.
9: Good morrow, dragon. Whoa,
2: look at your hair. What do you call that? It's like all business in the front, party in the back. It's like it was an accident, but it it actually works.
9: It doth work for some, and of these some, I am one. Ha ha! Tis called a mullet. Do you like it? I love it. Would you ever desire a head of hair such as this? Well, it's funny you say that because- Ha-ha! Of course it is funny, because dragons don't have hair. Could you imagine something so silly? <laughs> Good one, Ginger. Right. That's what I meant. Oh, that's fun to think about. In fact, I think I shall leave you now to mullet over. Ha ha ha! thee well! <laughs> yeah!
2: Okay, that was unhelpful. But I'll just try to think about something other than hair. Come on, gnomes, move as a group.
4: Hey, look, it's the gnomes. Good afternoon, gnomes. Ah, Ginger, and what a fine afternoon it is. I tip my hat to you. A
2: tip? Whoa, I had no idea that you had all that hair hiding under your hat. What do you call that kind of hair? It's like all the strands are piled up on top of your head like a tower. It's amazing.
4: It's called a beehive. We like it because it gives us tiny gnomes some extra height. Plus, it fits perfectly on our domes under our gnome cones. (laughs) I'm talking about our hats. Yes, I know. (laughs) Okay, just just making sure.
2: (laughs) Well, anyway, I think it looks amazing.
4: You know, if you like it so much, why don't you grow one yourself? Oh. I would love
2: to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding,
4: of course. We all know that dragons don't have hair. Could you imagine?
2: <laughs> we are tiny. We are tiny gnomes.
4: <laughs> ha, yeah, how silly for a dragon. Speaking of dragons, we just ventured to a place where there were no dragons in sight. The place was called the Tropical Rainforest. The Tropical Rainforest? It's just back that way. All right, gnomes, let's move it out. Go gnomes, go gnomes, earth hair upon our gnomes. Boy gnomes!
2: Hmm, the tropical rainforest. Maybe if I go there I can finally clear my head. Here I go! Here I am in the tropical rainforest. Hello! <gasps> a wizard! You startled me! Welcome to the tropical rainforest.
8: I'm your welcome wizard. Whoa!
2: Look at your hair! It's beautiful!
8: This is called an afro. I'm so glad you like it. I love my lush textured curls. I use this wide-toothed comb to help me maintain the shape. You want to try it? Sure! (laughs) Well, I mean, of course you can't use this! (laughs) You're a dragon! And if there is one thing everyone knows about dragons, is that they do not have hair. (laughs) I mean, can you imagine? (laughs) Well, uh, actually- I'm sorry, I just can't get that image out of my head. Oh, that's good. Oh, wow, okay. Thank you. But
2: what if I actually did want- Okay, bye! (coughs) Oh, what am I even doing pretending that I could have hair? Clearly the world is against me. (laughs) What's the point? I'm going home.
4: Hi, Mom. How was your walk? It was
2: a disaster.
4: Honey, what happened? Forget it. Oh, Ginger, (sighs) did you ever think that maybe if you just said out loud what was worrying you, you might feel better? But I can't say it out loud. I'm a dragon. All right, nonsense. I'm your mother. But... Uh, uh, Uh-uh-uh, no buts. You know I'll support you no matter what. Now, what is it? Okay, Mom... More than anything, I want hair. Oh, honey, I know. You know? Of course I do, Ginger. I'm your mom. Moms just know. So what should I do? I think you should tell everyone. Really? Who cares what people think? Be loud and proud. Let's open up the door and tell the whole neighborhood. Go on. Okay, here I go.
2: Hey, neighbors! Yes? My neighbor! Ginger the dragon, and I just want hair! <gasps>
8: <gasps> Slay, dragon! Slay! Ooh, Ooh. Oh, oh. No, no, not slay, as in slay the dragon. I meant slay dragon. Like, you go, Ginger, speak your truth. Wait, who are you? It's me, your dragon neighbor. I heard you speak your dream out loud so fiercely. I had to show you something. What? See for yourself, right here in my house. Your wall, it's... Covered with hair. That's right. I have purple hair, teal hair, hair made of corn, elderflower hair, magic dust hair, and a lace front.
2: And you're not ashamed to show all of us? What do I got to be ashamed of? I love my hair. There are so many. I love this braid. Here you go. I can really have it?
8: You can take one for free. Finally, another dragon who appreciates my hair wall.
4: Thank you. I've got to go tell my best friend. Oh, where is your best friend? She's right here. What? She's my mom. <gasps> oh, honey. Slay girl, slay. The end.
0: And now it's time for Story Pirates Roll Call. Ten- First up, from nine-year-old Arthur in Connecticut, we have the story, the day when the bus drivers didn't pick up the kids. We've all been there. You're standing at the end of your driveway, looking down the street, and nothing, nobody's coming. I hope that when that happens, it means that the bus drivers are all hanging out and having a party or something. But regardless, in Arthur's story, the characters have a plan for how to handle the situation. Great work, Arthur. My favorite story title of the week goes to this one from Gwen, an eight-year-old from the United Kingdom. She sent us The Sloth, Once Upon a Time. And I love it because the words once upon a time are usually at the beginning, but in this case, they are at the end of the title and at the very end of the story. Talk about innovative, Gwen. Thanks for sending it in. Next up, a shout out to Rosie, a five-year-old from Colorado who sent us the flying Christmas trees. And these Christmas trees aren't just flying around the sky. They actually go to space. And after telling us all about their adventures in space, including that they really enjoyed the planet Jupiter, Rosie has some pretty good advice for the readers. When your Christmas tree floats out the door, grab a space helmet and grab the tree. Free trip to space. Thanks, Rosie. And finally, we have an epic, action-packed saga from Patrick and Nico in Massachusetts. It's called the Tri Baby Tournament, which is held amongst three baby kingdoms who compete in a magnificent tournament of abilities, all to win the award that is most coveted in all the land. That's right, the ancient butt cheek. And to find out who wins the ancient butt cheek, you're going to have to read that story. And to read all of today's Roll Call stories, head to storypirates.com slash podcast. That was Roll Call. Now it's time for you to write us a story. And if you don't know what to write, here's a story spark from Avalon, the author of The Dragon That Just Wanted Hair.
1: Kids, write us a story about a character who does or wears something unexpected, like a turkey wearing shoes. Remember to make it creative and original, and have fun writing it, too.
0: That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, and a big thanks to today's authors, Raya and Avalon. Grown-ups can submit kids' stories and story sparks at StoryPirates.com. And remember, every single story we receive gets some love. Some story love. We'll be back after the new year with more new episodes. Until then, happy holidays, stay creative, and stay kind. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Story Pirates Studios. Executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Bear, Mike Cavalon, McKenna Cox, Minzui Karami, Mahela Lawrence, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Brendan O'Grady. Roll call theme by Andrew Barbado. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell. Our head writer is Minzwi Karami. Staff writers are Mike Caballon, Mahela Lawrence, and Alexa Simpson. And contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Alexandra Nader, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Special guest, Seth Myers. This episode features performances by Maydell Clarice, Langston Darby, Lindsay Ford, Melissa Gordon, Janine Hogan, Alessandro King, Leslie Kareen. Caroline Lux, Pat May, Peter Mcnerney, Kat Montesi, Joshua Nasser, Emily Olcott, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, and Bill Schaefer. The Hanukkah Ghost was written by Melissa Gordon and produced by Brendan O'Grady, with vocal arrangement and direction by Jack Mitchell. Toss,
7: catch, toss, catch, toss, catch, toss, toss catch.
8: Toss,
0: catch. Toss, catch! Okay, I think I need to take a break. (laughs) Ow! Peter, you hit me in
3: the face with the dirt ball. Sorry! I mean, in my defense, we are playing toss, catch. And I held up my end of the bargain, the toss. And you did not catch my friend. (laughs) Why aren't you smiling? You're mad. Oh, you're mad. You're really mad. You're not even talking. And... I hate to say this, but the dirt ball exploded on your face, <laughs> <laughs> which makes it much funnier. And yet, you are not smiling. I think I have made you more upset. Okay. This stewing anger on your face, Lee, is very unsettling. I don't like it. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Me. Me who? Me, the one who's trying to break the tension with Lee. Did it work? Nope. It didn't you gotta catch you gotta catch if I toss you catch we've been doing it for hours And now you stop arbitrary that this is on me. I'm sorry Lee. I'm sorry (laughs) I'm sorry I'm walking away. I'm just gonna walk away. You still haven't said anything and I I am all panicking Bye Lee. Goodbye. I don't feel bad. I shouldn't. It's not my fault. I'm sorry I'm sorry! Oh, I'm sorry! Look, here is a new dirt ball. Toss! <laughs> it just broke into dust. <laughs> I just got dust on me. Oh, you smiled. You smiled.
7: Uh, we're friends. Bye!